Okay. All right. Hi, guys. I'm going to be interviewing Sharma K. Ahmed today. He's a content creator who makes podcasts and videos for YouTube. I first ran across um, Sharma K across uh, Bumble, and uh, we started talking about his um podcast about books uh, which was called inspire read and he's now moved on to um creating um youtube videos uh do you want to say hello to everyone uh Shamarke? yeah sure sure uh you know it was actually it was funny how the first time you said my name and then the second time we got really better yeah uh, yeah because i was reading off the paper <laughs> that's why <laughs> it was like sure and then the second time it was just flawless yeah. Um, yeah. So my name is Shamaki, um, and yeah, I've like if I had said that I was doing um, content creating <clears throat> for like almost uh, two years now or something like that, where I started off doing a podcast with my friend, um, where we would talk about a book every single week, um, come up with a book, discuss a book. And then pretty much the same week, talk about it and then just like put it out there. Um, and then obviously initially we just thought that like no one would like really be listening to it. So we put it on like SoundCloud and we saw that there was like more than the 20 of our friends that we asked to listen, like listening. We was already like shocked, like, wow, people are actually out here like uh, listening. And then as time moved on, we had more people join our, our podcast um, and who are other creative people as well, who on their own side are also doing creative stuff. So then that sort of inspired me to basically um, start my own YouTube channel uh, to kind of just, I guess, express my creativity um, even more. Yeah, so kind of moving on to the stuff that you're doing on YouTube there's it's kind of a I want to describe it as slice of life stuff you kind yeah. of um, talking about looking at football um, tactics <laughs> while you're in lockdown and then kind of train journeys so what's kind of the um, what type of content are you looking to create and kind of you know you know what's you know what's your motivation for 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 kind of doing that you know what it's actually um it's actually really crazy um and it's a really good question that you ask because like you know when you're doing content creating um or like i don't know i keep saying it like that you know when you're like creating content and like i'll be watching like loads of youtube videos about like <clears throat> like good ways to start a YouTube channel, right? And in those like YouTube um, episodes, they'll always be like, find your niche, find your core audience, know who you're looking to target. Um, like all these other words uh, yeah. in order for your YouTube channel to like kind of grow. And, and then as for me, it was like... Um, I was trying to, like, because my videos are very sporadic and very, like, sort of random, like, one time it'll be about, like you said, me missing football and talking about football. 
another time it'll be like me doing like uh that would go in a like coffee challenge um and it was just like kind of sort of all over the place because i just like doing sort of like random videos like whatever comes into my mind um is pretty much what like i would want to upload but then i realized that um in order to become more sort of i guess successful you need to find some sort of like market to fall under um yes yeah i completely understand that when i started this podcast my idea was to do a new format every week and i quickly ran out of ideas and yeah i think when you're trying to create stuff it is sometimes just a matter of throwing stuff against the wall until you find something that you're kind of comfortable doing on a regular basis and i haven't quite found that yet with this podcast and i'm sure you're you're kind of on on the similar journey where you're trying to find something where doing the hard work in terms of editing and finding collaborators is, is easy because yeah. it is it's difficult yeah yeah it is it is it is difficult and especially like what sort of made it easier with um the podcast uh which was before it's called like inspirees but and now we can't change it to the paper charles podcast but and there's a reason for that the, it was called Inspire Reads because, like I said before, like you just read like a book. And in terms of finding the market, in terms of creating content, that was like very, very um, sort of simple and straightforward, I guess, because our market was um, people that could like read. Um, not people that could read, uh, people that like reading, um, people that enjoy reading uh, and would like to hear a review on a certain book um on top of that because there are so many books in the world that coming up with content is just simply saying oh let's just read this book you know it's not a thing where you're constantly having to come up with ideas um whereas now we changed it to paper trails the reason why we did it was because as we all creatively grew like one of my friends is a graphics designer another one of my friends um is, is it like a video editor, another one is like an aspiring writer, another one's an aspiring actor, and which is all like on different fields of like the creative world. So it was like, let's just sort of merge like those kind of experiences, our kind of experiences, and, and put that also on podcast. Um, and that kind of sometimes leads to us not having ideas in terms of what to necessarily like record next. But like you said, yeah, I'm at that point now. I'm kind of throwing stuff at the wall to see what um, to see what sticks. But I think the more route that I'm 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 slowly seeing myself taking and taking more is being like um, a very sort of like creative host channel where like I want to give more advice to like other creatives, um, other people that are trying to either start up on podcasts or YouTube, um, and then just kind of be like a helping tool for them as well as like someone whose content that um they can enjoy and yeah that's like sort of the plan but obviously it's a lot easier said than done yeah yeah so, yeah that's exactly the point um i think that's a good this is a good point to jump into the questions 
Yeah. So the first question I'm going to ask you, because some of these questions are weird, what is your safety word? So if I'm asking you a question that you're not comfortable answer, answer, answering, I'll, I'll start ask, asking that question. Yeah, uh, safety word, you know, um, riddle me that. Riddle, so I'll just write that down. Riddle me that. Okay, so the first question I'm going to ask you is this. I was once asked to leave a poker game because the smell of my farts was so foul that the other players found it distracting. Can you tell me about a time that you've been asked to leave somewhere? Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> oh, that's bad. It was, it was distracting. It's yeah. So when... what what it was? It was um straight after kind of Ramadan, yeah. And oh. like my gut hadn't got used to digesting food again. And oh. bro, there were the, the the it was bad. It was oh, bad, yeah, and it was regular is... too. It's kind of like a fart. Every, yeah, it's like a fart every two or three minutes. So like no, the smell no, wouldn't like diffuse. I I. At, at this point in time, it, it was it was your fault for not understanding that and not taking the the precautions beforehand of saying, you know what, this is this is bad. But for to be asked to leave, that's that's bad. That's bad. that means you knew what was happening and then decided, hey, you know what, you know what, maybe it isn't that bad in your head, you know. And then you, they, you know what, I I did find I I just found it so funny because I. <laughs> that's some of the worst farts I've ever done. Oh. And I just found it hilarious. People oh, just looking at me. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Oh, Fair enough. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um, great example of that. Um, there is some time where someone asked me to leave. Uh, nah, I don't really have like um, a, a moment in time where someone's actually asked me to leave. Uh, uh-huh. Not for something like embarrassing, I guess. One time a mile. <clears throat> it can be for any reason, kind of. Yeah, like no, if you and... like, I've caused like uh, an argument one time, and then uh, it was just kind of got escalated, and then other people started getting involved. And the next thing I knew, my friends were like all in some next heated argument, and then they they were like, "You started this, leave." And that, was, <laughs> that was that was it. Uh, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair enough. Um, my me- my next question is this: uh, My friend, who is Muslim, had yeah. dancing girls at his wedding. The mm. fairly conservative Muslim mm. guests were stunned. Yeah. What is the most unexpected thing that you've seen at a wedding? I'd say okay, yeah, this was a bit very unexpected. Um, so one time we're waiting, like sort of in um in like the hall to kind of wait for like the the groom uh to come out with like his family and whatnot and then <clears throat> and then there was like this old guy that just walked into the middle and um it kind of it just looked like he was trying to just find the seat and then yeah uh, next to you know he just burst into dance and it was like the strangest thing i've ever seen in my life it was it was like a traditional dance in their culture um, yeah and then like i've never seen that kind of dance before and i've never seen an old man that was small as well like move as fluid and as flexible like that in my life and i just 
that, that shook me. That's what it did. Yeah. 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 Well, so what, what, I, I, I feel like I have a very boring life. Either that or I'm not remembering some of the interesting you, stuff that's happened to You me. know what? I'm 38 years old, so I've got a, kind of a, a lot of years on you in terms of uh, create, uh, collecting strange yeah, things that have happened to me. So yeah. how old are you, by the way? 23. Yeah. So yeah, he's still still young, man. And still uh, time to, to collect some interesting stories. Let's um let, let me ask this uh, childhood question then. Um, I used to play a game called Slipper Wars with my brothers. We would gather all the shoes and slippers in the air in the house yeah. and throw them at each other. What is the most dangerous, stupid thing you did? as a child to amuse yourself wow <clears throat> as painful as we just said sounds it, it also sounds very fun yeah i'd feel like i'd low-key want to try even now but i don't know if i could convince my brothers to like right there uh something dangerous, something dangerous um there was a point where there was like this old gp building near my house and me and my friends would like um like challenge ourselves to climb it and yeah the way that we would climb it was like there was this one tree that you'd have to sort of climb and then go on top of the, the building which was always like kind of dangerous because the tree wasn't like very stable um, but I feel like that's a very boring example. I thought I've done many sort of crazy things as a kid. Uh, that I'm trying to. There was a, okay. It was like the slippers on those. It's kind of worse. Um, yeah. Where like we'd be on either side of like some next like, field thing that had like these little <clears throat> like rock shelters, and uh, we we decided you know what it would be fun if we had two teams of like two on either side and then we just threw stones oh dude that's yeah. that's not sensible that's that yeah yeah um we quickly realized it wasn't um and then I, I, yeah that's pretty much one that i can think of i can't really think of like uh yeah okay that's yeah. um <laughs> this is <a> really brutal <laughs> well i think stones are a lot a lot, yeah. a lot worse than slippers. Yeah. You know, kind of like a hard heel can uh, can hurt, but you know, you can break a bone or something if you throw know, a yeah, rock yeah. at someone, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were, to be fair, they weren't really like, um, like these fixed stones. They were kind of like these weird flattened things, which I don't know if it's worse or. But yeah, yeah, it was it was it was an interesting time, and and it, it happened once because we realized how dumb it was, um, but. Yeah, that's, that's definitely on the list. Um, okay, my next question is, I once got into the wrong car while waiting for a lift. Can you tell me about a part of time where you went to the wrong place? Well, I've, also, I've always sort of wanted to know when people say, oh, I've gone to the wrong car. Was it like for like an Uber where you kind of thought it was the wrong thing? No. Okay, so what the situation was... Um, while I was working for a law, law firm, yeah. I was supposed to get a lift from the client to go somewhere. And 
he called me on my mobile phone and he said, um, I'm in the red car parked around the corner. Yeah. So I go around the corner and I get into the first red car and it's just these two strangers who've never seen me before. And I get in the back seat and they're looking at me and they say, do you normally get in the back seat of strangers car? And I, I hightailed it out of there, man. So that was, that was what my situation was. Oh God. Uh, you know, I just find those kind of situations so funny because it's, like, the thing that I'm thinking about is also, like, when you open a car and sit down, like, do you say anything? Like, oh, hey, guys, sorry, I'm late. Or is it, like, just a silent, you just sit in the back and then just was like, oh, this is, this is awkward. No, it was pretty much straight away. Oh, um, yeah. But, you know, it's their fault for leaving their um their rear car door open just open like you know they need to be expecting weirdos like me to um try and get in the back seat oh yeah 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 um yeah i'm definitely going to tell my friends the next time they they come to to pick me up to make sure that they lock their doors until they see me uh just to get my heads about um (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's been there's been um several times there's uh like um, like there's a place, like a place called North Finchley and a place called Finchley Road, which for a bit. Oh no, 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 bro. Um, bro, you did. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was, I was, I was told to like meet on Finchley Road and, and, and I made my way to North Finchley thinking, you know what, how far can Finchley be away from North Finchley, you know? Um, yeah. I was like, it's, if if I'm in the north, then I just go down south, and I should find this Finchley Road thing. But no, that wasn't the case. It was far from it, actually. Um, and yeah. then, and then, like, it was a thing where my friend actually needed my help, and um, and I missed out. And then, and another time, it was um, it was actually for one of my friends, his dad's like funeral, and then he told me to meet him at a subway. And on like a road like in like Whetstone <clears throat> and like as I was no a road like a subway that's what it was but then he said it was around Whetstone so I, as I was like sort of on the bus and whatnot like I missed I didn't see subway not until I got way past it to like a place in High Barnet and then I saw the car um. there and then I was like yo I'm in front of it and he was like oh like where are you found out that I was like a while away and then he was like yo like we can't wait like we yeah we've got a thing and sounds then, like you were on the uh 34 there if you're going through uh like whetstone to yeah, um to Hobo. yeah 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 um yeah that's one of my regular buses is as well um uh let's try this question um a judge once told me that a consent order that I had drafted was so badly written that it was likely to leave my firm open to a negligence claim in the hundreds and thousands. Oh. Thankfully, the client wasn't in court and I didn't tell my boss. Yeah. What is the biggest mistake that you've made and not told anyone about? Oof. Um, wow. That, that's, that's serious. <laughs> I... Hundreds of thousands of pounds. Wow. Uh, what have I done? Oh yes. 
actually no, but I did tell my boss what they kind of had to find out. Um, but I'll say one thing. I was like working at Krispy Kreme, and um, one thing that happened was that there was this massive order for like a wedding, um, where they ordered in like five hundred donuts. Oh wow! Yeah, five hundred single original glazed donuts. Um, and when I came into the store, I didn't see uh, what's it called any of the donuts there. But my manager called me to say, "Oh, they should be." So in my head, I was like, "Okay, maybe it's upstairs." But I was the only one in the shop floor, and usually when you're the only one on the shop floor, you can't leave. So I said to myself, "You know what?" Let me just quickly go upstairs and grab the the boxes if they are up there and then bring them down. So I go up there, I bring the boxes down and then I think in that time that I was upstairs, which was like 10, 15 minutes that the person whose order it was came because we found out later on that they called head office and they said we came for our donuts, um, like 500 pounds worth um and no one was there to give it uh, it was like a massive thing and um and then yeah that got it eventually got got cleared up but like that's i would say in terms of like finance that was like a massive thing but one thing that i've hidden that i've done um uh, that's like I, you know when you have like like kind of a few examples but nothing has come to your head yeah that's like, yeah, that's all right. We can move on to the uh, yeah. next question. Come back to it yeah. if you want. Okay, so let's try this one. Um, while volunteering at Omnibus Theatre, a group of my fellow volunteers started making funny voices while talking to each other. Mm. I wanted to join in but didn't because I felt shy. I've always regretted this. Can you tell me about a time you wanted to join in? And do some funking, but didn't, and why? Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know if this was the one I was on, but an example, uh, one that I have is um, in uni, there was like a, a, a debating society thing. And um, they were having like a proper, like, uh, like it went from the usual, like, debating in class, like having like a proper, like, debating thing at like temple and it was the thing that like i really 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 wanted to do because i wanted to like sort of i guess test my sort of debating skills out properly um and then as it got closer to the time and they were asking me do you want to come do you want to come like my nerves kept kicking in um to like a point where i was like oh no 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 i don't want to do it i don't want to do it and then like the day came for like the 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 bay thing which happens at a place called temple the day came and went so fast and i was just regretting every single moment of it because i was like why why did i not um why did i not participate in it and then that's the why and i kind of realized that like um if it is something that you've wanted to do beforehand before you got like anxious or before you got nervous to do it um, afterwards is a thing which you're always going to sort of like regret. Um, so like to whether you feel anxious or nervous in the time, like sort of my mantra now is to just kind of do it. 
because I'll feel a lot more relieved that I did rather than I didn't do it. Yeah, I think that's that's certainly, and yeah, as 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 I've as I've grown older, is I often regret the things that I haven't done rather than than the things that I have, yeah. and I've bottled lots of things. You know, there's like jujitsu competitions that I've gone to where I've kind of bottled it and pulled out at last minute and and it's just you know it's one of those things that they don't really teach you how to do it do do at school um and i don't think kind of people from kind of like um immigrant communities talk about with their children is about how to conquer nerves and get over um self-doubt yeah you know and i think that's um something that really needs to be addressed because everyone gets nervous yeah that's the that's the that's the that's the thing because it's like um everyone sort of gets nervous but for that extra bit of like encouragement or to to basically get people through the understanding of like let's say it's a dark tunnel and you're on one side um and you feel like you can't um make it through and you can see like the light on the other side because you feel like deep down inside you would enjoy it because otherwise there would be no reason for you to actually want to take part in the activity but then there's like that dark tunnel in between and it's just full of fears and anxieties and um doubts and all these things but it, like no one teaches you that like 99% of it is is in your head um and the thing that you're going to enjoy the most is on the other side of the tunnel. And you'll never yes. know that unless you force yourself to, to go through that, that tunnel. And it can, yeah. be, it can be a very, like, um, like a challenging thing at times, um, like mentally. But it's always a thing where, like, in life, even if you come across, like, serious challenges to reach a certain goal, once you're done, then you and you can look back on like the stuff that you've overcome. It even makes you wanna. It makes you feel like, like it puts the pleasure like or like double fold of what you would have experienced if you didn't have to go through any of the challenges. Um, and like this is like this is like a really dumb example, but it's like I play a game called Football Manager, and yeah. In football manager at the beginning I'll just pick teams like Manchester United, um, which have got like a crazy spending budget of like three hundred million and you just buy all the best players and then you win everything and it's all fun. But then I I decided to, to opt for another team like Everton, which doesn't have that kind of budget where you actually have to work on the training of the, the like the team and all of that to like actually win places and I and I actually like with every achievement that I got with Everton it, it felt a lot better than with every achievement that I got with when I was with like Manchester United because I felt like it was a lot easier with Manchester United than like with Everton it felt like oh I came across these challenges therefore I am like more competent than I thought I was and even though that's just from football managers, like kind of taking it onto life, when you get past that dark tunnel of like anxieties and fears, then you're like, oh, you know what? I am a lot stronger than, than, than what I thought I was that. Like sometimes I say to myself, like, oh, 
if I did go to that temple thing, unless I did do well, that would have shattered all of my doubts and fears that I had previously. Um, but again, yeah, like I said, it's, it's a thing of like where I came across that tunnel and I said, nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it this time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, it's, it's kind of a interesting topic in a lot of ways. Cause I think anxiety, uh, is a lot about, um, wondering if people are going to look at you and think you're stupid or you're a failure. And most of the time people are, you know, people are too busy with their own shit to care about what you're doing, you know, and it's all in, all in your own head, but it's very difficult to have that conversation with yourself. Even with my YouTube channel, like I had videos ready, but I didn't want to just, I didn't want to post it because I felt like, um, I felt like I was just going to get judged. I felt like, um, like all my friends, uh, not just the immediate friends, but like, um, the friends of friends, people that knew me, anyone would just be like, oh, like, it's just Shamaki now. He's just a, a YouTuber guy. Um, or like, they'll just find my videos like cringe and not tell me, but like, there was just so many things going through, um, my head. And I was like, the moment I put a video up, um, it's just going to be like filled with like sort of comments, like, like, what the hell is this? Like, what? I don't understand. And then when I put the video up, I realized like no one cares. Like no one is, no one is like sitting up every day, just wondering what I'm posting or ready to like say something about it the way like and I always put myself in the shoes of like someone else that would make something like I wouldn't be if I come across it I'll check it out but like if I don't come across it then it's not like I'm always thinking about what they're doing and and ready to like bring on hate or whatever yeah and uh yeah that was that was that was an interesting realization that like no one cares about what it is that you're essentially doing yeah which is it's a good thing and it's a bad thing yeah. because you know because no one cares it's kind of like you also think that um all this effort into this thing and like no one's paying any attention but then at the same time it's also good then because it's kind of freeing in terms of you being able just to create what you want to want to create um yeah. i'll ask you a couple more questions and then we'll uh finish so as i've grown older um i have grown hairy werewolf ears i either have to trim these or pluck them out what is the most tiresome part of your self-grooming regime i don't know yeah but wow now i was was saying the ears that's uh that's the interesting one that's going to happen to you when you get older, man. Yeah. Like the ears will get bigger and they'll get, you know, you start hair growing out of them. Oh no, man. Don't say that. Shoot. That's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that, see, that's something which I have never thought of, 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 of happened. I mean, me losing hair, my hairline receding, like stuff like that. Yeah. But like a hairy ear, I mean, that must make it uncomfortable to like sleep and stuff, no? Well, I I trim them on a regular basis, and they're only like soft 
hair. It's not like um, the hard bristles of a of a beard. Yeah. It's just kind of like the, the softer hair you get on your um arm. Yeah, yeah, that nah, nah, was just I was just trying to make a silly joke. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, I'd say my hair. Um, I have like a massive afro now, which I've just been growing for like two years. And, um, and that one tends to be, um, a bit of a problem sometimes, like, cause when it's untangled, it's all fine. I can just like rough up my hair and then it like kind of leave, but then yeah. all like tangled up and like, looks like I'm in having a constant electric shock. That's when, that's when it's difficult. That's when it's difficult because it's like, it's like every morning when I wake up, I have to, I don't know if my hair is going to work with me today or I don't know if my hair isn't going to work with me and yeah it's a constant thing of like okay cool um I wonder what it's going to be so every morning is a challenge to be fair there isn't like a morning where I'm like oh my hair should be right to to kind of go or or like it's just kind of like I I, I put my fingers through it and I'm like yes okay it's working for me today Sometimes it's like, ah, oh, no, it's not nothing out. Yeah, yeah, it's just so long. It's a lot. It's a lot more difficult um, to maintain than obviously when I had like shorter hair. Because when I had shorter hair, I'll just be up and out of bed, wash my face, and I, and then I could essentially be be good to go. So this is um, a part of the kind of Afro Caribbean experience that i wasn't aware of until quite recently so i'm a a, um a beta reader for a webcomic about a girl that starts a a web blog about how to deal with her afro and like all the different steps that you have to kind of like go through to to maintain it so you don't get breaks and it doesn't get tangled and all that stuff is just like Wow, man, that's uh, that's a lot of effort. It's a lot, a lot of effort. And I'd actually be very interested in sort of reading that because um, I'm not, despite having the Afro for like two years, I'm still not well trained or well versed in the world of Afros. Um, like, I'm not really. Yeah, she had my hair. so many different steps, man. It's just like pre-shampoo. You have to put all this. I just thought, wow, man. Yeah, I've yeah. Got, I'm happy. I've just got. Well, I've not got any hair at the moment, but when I did have hair, it was just yeah. like straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is a this is an interesting one because it's like dense, um, which makes it like difficult when, especially when it's like tangled, um, like my hair goes like very weird phases where when it's like washed then it goes like then it falls and it goes really curly and then <clears throat> as it dries up it, it, it curls backwards and back and back and back until it like kind of comes up to meet each other's like an afro and after a bit they all they all like hey man let's buddy up and then they start tangling and then yeah, and, and you know, people tell me about different steps in the hair care routines and one guy was telling me that when he had an apple that he would sleep on a satin pillowcase. Um some people say that they sleep with like a bonnet, like Yeah. So, this so many this girl that um she mentioned in sleeping in the bonnet. I was like, All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you have to like keep the the moisture and stuff like that that you put in there there because once you put it on the pillow 
and like you go left or right like it absorbs all the moisture stuff which i had no idea like i was just growing it out because i thought it looked cool um, yeah but yeah I've, I've i've come to realize that it's it's not easy to maintain at all okay so this is my last uh question would you like to add a question for, for me to ask my future guests and with your like future guests, is 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 like your podcast a thing where you have um where you like have any sort of guests or is it like a specific? It's going to be kind of any sort of guest. I'm I'm I might only do this format for another couple of episodes. So what whatever you, it can be wild. Any anything you want. Anything, because uh, like I was um I had this idea for like instagram where when the world reopens and stuff again that i'll just ask people like you like just calling it like 60 seconds of sharks um where i just ask some like weird questions and like not weird questions but like just interest weird and interesting questions or like that they could quickly answer in like 60 seconds but i'll try and I wrote down a list of um, what those questions are, and I'll see if I can see a good one to actually use. Okay, I've got like two. Um, yeah. I want to read through the whole list in case because it'll take too much time. But um, one would be like, um, <clears throat> if you could add a word to the dictionary, what would you add, and what would it mean? Um, and then secondly, like if you became like hella successful what product would you not promote okay i'm gonna add those two questions to the list okay so um are you apart from the youtube channel and the podcast are there any are there any interesting um projects you'd like to let my audience know about no not at the moment um not at the moment. okay the only projects that, like I said before, I'd have up and coming would be like on my Instagram, but that's far from being done yet. So at the moment, I don't really have anything else. So I'm doing a course on podcasts at the moment. And have you heard of, of um, uh, the podcast, No Such Thing as Fish? No. Okay, so it's like it's quite, a, it's quite a successful podcast. And one of the guys on there, it's, He's going on Instagram and he's interviewing people about what weird shit they've got on the house. So just, you know, <laughs> just throw it out there, man. Yeah. You know, you never know where it might lead. Yeah. So, you know, so. What, sorry, you're asking me, like, what weird thing I would have in my house? No, no. I was just saying oh, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. what the, the guy's doing. So he'll get celebrities on and because it's in lockdown, he'll just kind of like, interview them on instagram live and say all right can you show me around your house what weird stiff weird, weird oh, stuff no. you've got yeah that sounds really cool so like you know if you've got an idea for um doing stuff on something on instagram live then just go for it you know yeah. it's uh one of those things okay man um where can we find you on social media so on social media my uh instagram handle is <coughs> sharks.oa which is s-h-a-r-k-z dot o-a okay and 
thank you very much for um coming aboard i'll include yeah. links to your um uh your podcast and your youtube channel in the notes man wow. take care brother